grab your mom and grab your guns. Today we're talking about Netflix's Gunpowder Milkshake. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today we are talking about gunpowder milkshake which is the recent action movie that netflix put out which is uh, they've kind of been drifting towards more of these kind of b-level or kind of mid-budget movies and they started to invest a little bit more in them so it's it was fun to see something like this so without any further ado i'm going to give you my thoughts on it After investing in so many Oscar contenders, foreign imports, and original series, I'm happy to see Netflix put money behind glorified B-movies. Movies Movies with some solid names and fun premises that are designed as guilty pleasures. Enter Gunpowder Milkshake, or a perfect excuse to watch a bunch of badass ladies merc some dudes. Fifteen years ago, Sam was abandoned by her mother, a highly skilled assassin who worked for a criminal organization known as The Firm. Now, just as lethal as her mother and working for the firm herself, Sam is in a heap of trouble when both of her latest jobs go sideways and bring the full wrath of the firm upon her. Now, with an innocent child in tow, Sam will have to reconnect with old friends and her estranged mother to survive. So, Gunpowder Milkshake is a lark. It's an easygoing action comedy that's a lot of fun and well-suited to everyone's talents, but not a game-changer. There are some obvious budgetary limitations, and the plot is exactly what you'd expect. Regardless, I'd give it a recommendation, and here's why. The first is pitch-perfect casting. Casting Karen Gillan as a hyper-competent assassin with a snarky sense of humor just works. You basically combined two of her most famous roles from Guardians of the Galaxy and Jumanji, dunked it in R-rated neon, and let her loose. And pairing her with Chloe Coleman, who gets to be in a good version of My Spy, is a treat. The rest of the cast basically fills in their backstory via the actor in the role. Lena Headey as a ruthless mother figure who always has a plan? Yeah, on point. Carla Gugina as a sweet but lethal guardian. She's done this about three times in Zack Snyder movies. Michelle Yeoh is, for all intents and purposes, playing Michelle Yeoh, and Angela Bassett gets to swing at dudes with hammers. The scenes with the core cast of women together, with their disparate energies playing off each other or merging their fight scenes together works really well. Live chemistry there. Even the bit players like Paul Giamatti as Sam's contact to the firm feel like they were chosen due to previous roles a la Shoot'em Up. We've also got an upbeat tone. Based on the advertising, you'd be forgiven for thinking this would be an intense, R-rated flick with lots of world building a la John Wick. And while there are plenty of gimmicky elements and big world-building pieces, this is more like a pulp novel brought to life. Hence the neon, the 50s-style diner, and every character being an exaggeration. And despite being the opposite of what I expected, I really liked it. It opens up some silly action scene setups, like Sam being unable to use her arms properly, and there are some great bits, like some guys she has beat up laughing at how bad they just got their asses handed to them thanks to nitrous oxide. Even the blood and guts is the old-school bright red splatter. And the action is generally good, though there are a few notes. As you'd expect, the action and jokes are the film's main appeal, and said action is pretty solid. In particular, the film demonstrates a lot of creativity via weapons and scene setups. 
We drift between hand-to-hand -hand combat, guns, vehicles, and back again with some unique ideas, like knives at the end of pistols, a tomahawk as a primary weapon, or the simple joys of watching Michelle Yeoh wreck dudes with a chain. The staging and choreography is all solid, and the actors are all given scenes that suit them, with Gillen in particular demonstrating that she could lead an action franchise of her own, starting now. The only notes I have come down to shot selection and editing, and I think I'll chalk this up to inexperience, because director Nava Papuchado is a few steps away from greatness when it comes to shooting and piecing together these multi-layered fight scenes. Big fight scenes where we shift between characters with distinctive weapons and fighting styles, perfect, that's how you do this, no notes. But the editing either drifts between shots that are too long, so certain bits look very staged, or too choppy, so it's hard to process what's going on. You can tell the director feels more comfortable with one-on-one -on -one battles, but this isn't bad for a first go-round, so the verdict is a proper sugar rush. Full of style, fun, and action, Gunpowder Milkshake is a fun distraction. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time, everybody. Stay safe.